0: Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Crystal Lens Experience. My name is Crystal, aka the Crystal Lens. My pronouns are she and they, and I'm here to bring a dose of positivity to your day. So whether the sun is rising where you are, maybe it's setting or somewhere in between, I hope you receive this with peace, love, and gratitude. So this podcast I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna say it a million times. It's a love letter to myself and it's a love letter to each and every one of you who look like me, talk like me, walk like me and move like me. It's a promise to unapologetically tell my story and the stories of those who have felt othered, out of place, marginalized in a world that often aims to keep us small and boxed in. So this is an oath to my truth and your truth. It's a promise to love on myself so I can pass all that love on to you. This is the Crystal Lens Experience. All right, y'all. So thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I thought I would bring on my homiest homie on the planet, Suzanne. Welcome. Welcome, Suze. Thanks, Crystal. Glad to be here yes ma'am so do you want to tell the people like who are you Suze my homie is homie and also too sorry, before you tell everyone who you are I'm sitting outside y'all so if you hear birds and planes and trains and I don't know what else is out here um <laughs> that's why but Suze who are you tell the people who you are okay so I wrote a bio which I'm is not so excited typical for this. me <laughs> I know I'm so okay. excited for this
1: <laughs> I always leave it blank on any project we have but today this is who I am so my name is Suzanne aka Suze aka Sue and Crystal calls me Suze I grew up (laughs) I grew up in South Florida and I moved to Boston five years ago and this year I'm finally moving back to paradise and plan to live with my oldest and bestest friend who Crystal also loves and sorry now my brother's calling me uh and two fun facts um, I am in the one percent of CVS Savers in the state of Massachusetts, and last but not least, I am an international and transracial adoptee from Nepal. Oh, Wait, give me the wait, wait, wait! Are you coming with
0: fun facts? Yo, I'm crying. That's that <laughs> is great. I mind you, I'm like this is my show. I ain't got no fun facts. Nothing. I'm just like, hey, y'all, welcome. Wait, nothing give us knows fun fact. <laughs> I know, but okay. <laughs> yeah, those are
1: awesome. Good. Okay. Okay. My first fun fact, which you know, I'm very proud of. I'm proud of both of them. But I'm a one percent saver in CV of CVS. You know, the the convenience store in the state of Massachusetts. I have mail and everything that tells me.
0: I'm crying. So you're you're Not <laughs> shoppers. You're savers. in the one percent. Yes, of of savers. savers. Yes, you save a lot of money.
1: I saved the most money in the state of Massachusetts at at CVS. I'm- In the 1%. That also means I spent probably an absurd amount of money at CVS. So
0: you're in the 1%. So you
1: can officially say you're in the 1%. Yes. Not the one that we all maybe want to be in, but the CVS one is good enough for me for now. I'm here for it. And then what was your other fun fact? is I'm an international and transracial adoptee from Nepal.
0: Ooh, I don't think I've ever heard you describe yourself that way.
1: Yeah, because the language is still a little new to me being, um, just being in a therapy setting that actually caters to adoption. But yeah, I mean, international is pretty self-explanatory. I was born um, in Nepal and I was adopted from Nepal, but transracial just means... I was adopted into a family that is not my race or my um general skin tone (laughs) right race race, racial yeah
0: (laughs) general (laughs) skin tone I'm crying
1: (laughs) you know some people yeah yeah
0: Yeah, some people you know you know how it be I know um Oh, I love that, Suze. I love that. I feel like you really took the time. I appreciate you taking the time to write a bio and everything. Like, <laughs> I know we're just supposed to shoot the shits today, but I appreciate that. At least they'll know who they're shooting the shits with, so, you know. Well,
1: yes. let's hop right
0: into it. Um, so let's just start real quick, Sue. What are you grateful for today? Um, there's so many profound things I
1: could say, but I think right now I'm just grateful for coffee and being on here with you and this experience.
0: Yes. Shout out to coffee, which I discovered like two weeks ago. (laughs) It's amazing. The transformation it's made in your life. Honestly. And truly, I didn't know that all these years, like I just, I would just be trudging through work or school, like tired. And this man, like, I never discovered the magic that is coffee. Like I would drink tea, of course, but tea don't do the same thing.
1: No, no, no. But what did you, what did you think coffee was all about? Like, did you just not try it once and you didn't like the taste
0: or like, how did that not be your thing? So a little dabble into, you know, the trauma of my childhood <laughs> um I don't know I just grew up like not drinking and it was just kind of one of those things that I remember my mom just being like no like we don't drink that like it was almost made to be like a bad thing but I never really knew why so mm. I always kind of steered clear of it um even like coffee flavored things like I never really liked the taste of it I love the smell of it but mm-hmm. um I never really enjoyed the taste and I think I'm trying to think, I think I don't know. I just, I also just heard so many people talk about how like they would get addicted to coffee or they get like oh caffeine gosh. headaches and stuff like that. And I was like, this thing seems like a lot and I don't want to dabble. Like, it seems like a drug.
1: <laughs> Listen, first of all, it is. But second of all, when people say that, that's like a badge of honor. Just is- saying. <laughs> God, and tell they're me like more. oh because I just feel like lots of people like to I mean we're almost doing this now like they like to make coffee a part of their personality so then it's like yes I get these like crazy you know I have crazy addicted to coffee and meanwhile it's like you are drinking like a cup or two a day and that's that's just you know yeah. not necessarily addiction but totally understand I I am one of those people I've told you about I get I'm very caffeine sensitive and I get a ton of headaches or I get a really bad headache if I don't have my coffee but I wouldn't say I'm an addict, I just would say I am a better person with coffee and me.
0: Okay. Whatever helps you get through <laughs> the day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. Of course, of course. Um, I'm I'm grateful for you, of course. I'm grateful for our friendship. Um, I feel like like our friendship is like probably one of the healthiest like friendships. I've ever had, <laughs> if I could say that. Yeah, for real. Cause I, I think of like all of the different friends I've had over the years from like childhood to now and just like all of the like turmoil that you go through with different people and just the circumstances around which you become friends. And when those circumstances change, it's like, what do we have to hold on to? Right. Um when we don't have that like mutual circumstance whether it's like we we're going to school together or we live in the same neighborhood and stuff like that like a lot of times i feel like my friendships were based on you know proximity <laughs> for the most part you know mm-hmm. it's like you go to school you see this person every day you know they're in your grade or they're in your classroom um or they're in your neighborhood for you know while you're growing up but i think what's really beautiful about um our friendship, and I think we've said this to each other before, but it's almost like we choose each other like on a regular basis, like on a daily basis. Like I choose to be in your life, you choose to be in my life. It's not something where it's like, well, we just been friends for this long, like we might as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not an obligation. Yeah, yeah, it's not an obligation. And I think that just feels really nice at this point in my life so kind of just, you know, the dust has settled with a lot of like other. I think friendships and relationships that I've had whether it was like romantic or platonic but you know over the last what almost 10 years like 2013 oh my gosh
1: well, oh my god we're actually next year that's so crazy
0: yeah we're gonna be 30 what it's 30, be 30 30. <laughs> 30 30 I'm excited I'm so excited but We should tell the people how we actually met, because I think that's, like, a really dope story, personally.
1: Um, Are we going to talk about Salamanca? I guess we have to. We have, oh, God, yeah, we we have to. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you can somehow, like,
0: insert the picture, but. Uh, I will yeah. absolutely do my best I want to have like <laughs> resources like a resources list of like hey here are some links and photos of things that you can you know look along just, with as you listen to the episode
1: <laughs> yeah I just for it, it, I won't speak for every episode but at least in this case it's worth seeing a picture but yeah I met Crystal uh we were in Salamanca Spain we we're studying abroad um through Suffolk which I didn't go to Suffolk but Crystal did and at the University to... in
0: Boston turn yeah. up
1: Yes. And um, being from South Florida, I wasn't, I didn't know anyone from Suffolk. Um, But on our first like excursion as a school, I guess, we went to Salamanca. We saw this really cool farm. And at that farm, they had this area where they like, um, they basically test baby bulls to see how violent they are so that they can later on be, you know, bred or like. Pipelined to the bull rings um so during that experience we had the opportunity to, to go and um experience one of those little baby bulls that aren't so little they and i so thought
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're not they it's like if i tell you it's a baby bull you see the picture you're like oh um yeah. So I and thought, wait, was- hold on real quick. Suze, okay. <laughs> you
0: continue, Cause I'm like this, certain, this certain things. That we I know I'm like, you have out. to fill in. I got you. I got you. I got you. So first of all, we're in Spain. We've been in Spain for how long? Like a week? Like a week like a week like here we are all of these students you know what i mean from different for the most part you know we all came over from like boston um suffolk madrid you know all that good stuff but then there was like students like Sue's. we came from different schools and stuff like that that we interacted with and um when we went to this trip in salamanca this was uh my first introduction to Sue's. proceed <laughs> Okay. Yes, we had not talked. I actually did
1: remember you and your little squad because I remember you guys were late for something, like one of the first orientations, and then all like five of you walked in, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so. That was like my on. that was my very first impression of you guys, but I didn't know you guys. But okay, flashback. Okay, fast forward. Sorry to Salamanca. We get to this baby bullring and. You know, I thought it was something that people just participated in. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in. Um, but mm-hmm. like, I like squeezed my way through, could barely even get through that. And I thought other people were going to follow because I already seen a couple people go in and I was like, okay, maybe other people are chilling. I look behind me, no one's following me. And I was like, oh,
0: okay. Um, but I, I'm committed. So I'm already in. Right. And and I'm just and going, let me say <laughs> this before you continue even further. <laughs> I was in the stands, minding my magical black business, because there was no way in heaven and hell that I was going to go in a ring with a bull. <laughs> like My senses just told me no. But Suze was a lot more brave than I was, of course, when she went in. And what happens? Yeah,
1: I mean, respectfully, I would say I was just not thinking it wasn't bravery. It was the lack of thinking that made me so bold. Um, so it. I go in, I go in. And, uh, you know, the little bull is like charging at people kind of, and everyone's kind of like dodging it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, it seems kind of easy. Maybe I could do that. Um, And I'm approaching the bull and, you know, it was, like I said, it was charging towards people. And then all of a sudden that bull looked at me and I looked at the bull (laughs) and then I was like, oh shit. And I started (laughs) running and the thing that they taught us about bulls is bulls are not attracted to red like the bullfighting makes us think they are attracted to the movement of yeah. the cloth that is being anyway so the movement of my luscious long hair really when i whipped back to start running really attracted the bull and it just started charging at me and hit me and i went rolling and there's picture proof and there was a teacher <gasps> coming like towards me in the picture like trying to maybe not get a lawsuit or something and i i was rolling on my back ass up and everything and (laughs) and i just didn't know what hit. i mean i knew it would hit me but i was like
0: okay (laughs) you know what what was funniest about that's this perspective right like the bull child let me tell you what was going on from the stands (laughs) because we had a whole different like I just saw that bull heading towards her, and I just remember it was just a cloud of like dust and sand and smoke and like black hair and like small person and legs. Like it was just like a tumbleweed of a human and a bull at the same time. Like it was just, I was so concerned. I didn't know you at the time, but I was like, yo, is she good? Like (laughs) you were like legendary, Suze, because everyone was like, are you good? Like you, we thought you died. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know yeah it was, that is kind of funny yeah I could imagine that I think if the people could see a picture they would definitely understand it was a wild moment yes
0: I I'm really thought fun, you were like a tumbleweed like it was literally like a tumble of hair oh and dust God. and bull
1: <laughs> and of course afterwards I'm like all dusty I'm wearing all black that day I think and I was just like this is a great day to fall in dirt um right but afterwards, I met so many people and including you and the other girls in your apartment. Because you were and famous. And that's how I was like low-key a little famous. There was only a few of us on that trip that got hit. And, you know, it was, I was one of the three. Um, <laughs> and then that night we like basically, you know, did the thing that college study abroad kids do and went out bar hopping and drinking. And Fair enough. And it was nice to, uh, you know, tell my legendary story to you guys. When you guys were like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, I got hit. I feel like I got hit by a bull. And it was like, ha, ha, ha. Because you actually no. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yo, you did. Yeah. And it did hurt. It did hurt. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs>
1: were you sore? I was sore for a couple days. Um, just my whole body. It's like it, it really, you know, targeted, you know, my back, I think. But it just... Like just that tumble, it was intense. So I was sore. And then we had to walk around in those hilly Salamanca like streets, which was fun. And um, yeah. And then I had to tell my parents, and I was just like, hey guys, like I got hit by a bull and I'm okay.
0: <laughs> day two. And,
1: <laughs> day two. And they're like, of course they were freaking out, but I'm alive, I'm sending them a message. So they're
0: right. reasonably,
1: you know, comforted by that.
0: Oh, man, our Spain adventures that I'm not gonna hold you like, that's probably one of the highlights of my life thus far was like our adventures in Spain. So for those who don't know, again, we were over there in Spain doing our little study abroad thing. And there was five of us that used to, we were like, like a little girl gang almost like, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, it was me, Suze, Tamata, Kaylin and Bonnie. And it was just dope cause we were all from different places like culturally, ethnically and stuff like that. And we just would call each other the UN cause you know, we got Sue's from Nepal. You know, you got me and my people from Barbados, Bonnie and her people from China and Hong Kong. Um, Caitlin's just, you know, regular regular American, but, um, and Tomatoes from Cape Verde. So it was just like a nice mix of like culturally different but also culturally competent, like young women. So mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. What was the highlight, Sue? What was like one, one thing that like stands out for you? Besides the bull, of course, <laughs> and your tumble.
1: Oh my gosh. From the whole Spain trip?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Can you go first? <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I'm not going to lie. So let's do, I'm trying to see if I even remember everything. You know what I really loved? I'm not gonna lie, I don't stop talking about it, is like Capital, which if y'all haven't been, it's a club in Madrid and it's like six floors and there's different music on every floor. that was just such a unique experience. Cause again, I am all about experiences mm-hmm. as you know, but that was just such a dope experience. Like every floor had different music. Like you listen to Latin music, you listen to Caribbean music, you listen to hip hop, you listen to, you know, you got a little RB, whatever it is. Like you got your Afro whatever it may be, but every floor had a different, like DJ playing different music. So that I think was like, <clears throat> excuse me, one of my highlights um, for sure. And I think even to just like, the days when we would just walk around the city together and just kind of like, you know, go to a burrito shop or like, you know, go check out Seoul and like the Plaza Mayor and stuff like that. Um, Those are my like, probably top things for, and I would say that's just semester one because semester two was definitely um, when Susan and I almost became basketball wives. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) yo it's I mean listen let me just say this Suze done brought us two basketball players and (laughs) ended up (laughs) because when we ended up on a bus you know four hours taking a ride to a basketball game and you know it was a it was an interesting evening um because I know you Suze had like an interesting way of even like meeting him or whatever on your plane right
1: yeah we met on the plane or before the plane, you know, when we're just sitting in the little, you know, waiting for the plane.
0: And how did he catch your attention? We're not gonna say his name, of course, but. Oh god, no, um, but yeah, he just, I just thought
1: he was interesting because he had this, like, big, like, I don't know, lunchbox or cooler or something full of, like, American snacks, and he's just, like, eating some of them, um, and I was, like, he's really prepared to, like, you know, it's like, not like Spain doesn't have any good
0: food or snacks, but um, right. he was just he really was a, a different country that didn't have anything.
1: Yeah. And for the most part, I mean, he couldn't speak Spanish and I get it. He's like, I don't know if he, I would call him world famous, but he was like a rookie basketball player and fun facts, two fun facts, really. Um, That was like the worst, one of the worst basketball teams in the entire European league.
0: Shut and... up. I didn't know that. <laughs> Shut up, Sus. I'm like, I can't remember team? what? You remember the name of the team?
1: I just remember the name of the city. It was Valle- Valladolid. Valladolid. I will never forget that.
0: Valladolid.
1: <laughs> but anyway. And if anyone if anyone from Spain is like listening and they don't think that's true, I could totally be making it up. But somehow that fun fact stick stuck with me. My for the last 10 years, so,
0: yeah, if it's well, not I mean, true, let us know, to, um, dudes played for, I think they played for Nevada, or something like that, and I'm, like, ain't nobody really checking for Nevada,
1: yeah, he did, but he was just there as a, a rookie, and then, you know, went into international, and that was kind right. of cool, and then the other guys, we have no idea anything about them, I couldn't even remember their names,
0: yeah, I remember, I don't, I didn't, well, I remember both their names, because, I don't know, it just stuck with me, but, um, It was just so interesting because like (laughs) here we are in my apartment this is before we left to get on this bus ride um getting like dressed getting all cute like here we are and our cutest little you know i had a little bun in my head like sue's looking cute like here we are ready to get on a bus to go not one not two not three but four hours to this game
1: And neither of us I think had ever been
0: to like a professional basketball game. So that was kind of cool,
1: right? Or at least I
0: hadn't. Well, I definitely had been to a basketball game cause you gotta remember I grew up in Boston, Celtics, all that good stuff. But I think what was interesting for me was that I thought it was gonna be like a actual like basketball like arena, but it was more like a college gym. (laughs) (laughs) No (laughs) No offense. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you because I remember I was like, "Oh, this is kind of small."
1: Like <laughs> it was small. It was small. It wasn't too crowded. I thought it was going to be a bigger no. deal too, but it's just I I really didn't know anything about any international sports at all. True, Very especially true. basketball. The only person, the only
0: team I ever followed was like the Heat, and occasionally the playoffs, I would care. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think the highlight for me of that trip was like when we were so after the game right dudes take us to this like little you know restaurant or whatever it was like a like an Asian buffet restaurant right or something yeah and I just remember like they were the two tallest things within like a 50 mile radius like oh yeah they were just so so tall compared to like everybody and just like standing out like a sore thumb you know
1: yeah and on top of it like being very American not even knowing or trying to speak any Spanish and me and you are like we've been practicing for this moment like we can (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah yeah that was the other thing so I really I feel like I really tried to take advantage of that like you know just learning the language and you know really immersing myself in the culture because there was so many people that like we went over there with who like just didn't want to learn Spanish or like would actively look for places that like spoke English and it's just like well what are you here for are you here for like an extended vacation or are you here to actually like learn mm. and be part of the culture you know
1: yeah and I mean from my eyes you were pretty pretty fluent I mean at least conversationally I was like wow Crystal if I needed anyone to order for me it would be Crystal and then yeah. by the end I felt like I could do it by myself but
0: thanks that was
1: you were really like a strong Spanish speaker
0: Oh, I appreciate that. Because I've always felt like mine wasn't, like, the greatest. I never, like, fully understood everything. But I, like, my brain could always, like, translate really well, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I tried to do my best with that. So I'm happy I was able to help you, Sous, you know? Of course. Of course. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else about our basketball wives' adventures?
1: <laughs> there could be so many things said. But, honestly... Forget those people (laughs) (laughs) forget them (laughs) but I think okay I will say though I think my favorite part of being in Spain was just being able to travel to so many places and I loved Mm -hmm. our trip to Portugal even if it was just for me it was just a day
0: oh my gosh yes 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 we went to Oporto in Portugal and I think that was the coolest thing too like you said we could just hop on a flight on like a Thursday night or on a Friday because we had three day weekends every weekend, basically. We had no classes on Fridays. Um, it was like rare if you had a class on a Friday, um, but we would just hop on a flight, Ryanair, whoever else, and just like go from country to country. But what what was your, I had a different experience in Portugal. So I'm curious, Like, what was your highlight? Oh, my
1: gosh. I just think it was, um, so Tamara's friend, who you guys stayed with, she was just so lovely. And even though I couldn't really understand what she was saying, because she only spoke like Portuguese, Portuguese. she was lovely. She, like her taking us around the city and just, that was just incredible. Just seeing it, all the amazing art and the Mm -hmm. scenery and just like Portugal is so beautiful. Porto was so beautiful. Um, And it was surprisingly easy to it was super cheap but super easy to get around because I knew enough Spanish yeah. and the Portuguese knew as much you know as, uh, like enough Spanish that we could just right. get by and so many words are similar yeah um so it just felt so seamless to travel and like I said I was only there for a day but it was so such a good memory so easy like wonderful wonderful food and just the people were so nice and I loved that you only stayed for a day Suze I'm pretty sure I flew in in the morning and flew back out. And I don't think I, maybe I reslept slept one night there or something, but okay. I don't even think I did.
0: Wow. I didn't, I don't remember. My brain is also, you know, an interesting place. I don't always remember everything, but I was like, I thought you were there the whole time. Like, I Well, it's,
1: it's so funny because when you were talking about like all your favorite fu- things, so much of that I wasn't there for, even though we were all pretty, I would say pretty inseparable. And I was with you guys a lot, but, like, I didn't go a lot to the places where you guys would go as a squad because I was at my homestay and I was hanging out oh. there, you know, being, you know, me. But Right, right, right. But then I would come meet up with you guys maybe after you did something cool.
0: <laughs> and oh, <you> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Yeah, because we lived in an apartment, like, the me, Tamara, Bonnie. Caitlin, we were all in the same apartment and then Suze would like always just come over like from her her um, host family. How was your, tell me about that Suze, cause I didn't have, well, let me tell you about my Portugal experience. And then I wanna hear about your like homestay experience. Cause it was obviously like very different from me living like in an apartment um, mm-hmm. in Spain. But um, in Portugal, the one thing that I remember besides we did like face masks or something like that um which was cool we had like a girl's night but two things one we went on a boat on the river and it was just like so beautiful like it was just so peaceful you know what i mean it was just such a breathtaking experience and that's why i'm like everyone if you can just travel just travel but the other Mm -hmm. thing that really stood out to me was that people kept wanting to take pictures with me um Because my hair was in a bun. So I had like single twists or whatever. And I would always put it up in like this beautiful big like round bun. And like people would always they'd be like, oh, a crown, a crown. Like, and then they would like want to take, can we take a picture? And I was just like, okay, like it became like a spectacle. And like it's interesting because the same thing happened when I went to Korea um a few years ago. It was like the same kind of like concept that kept happening. Um but yeah that's just kind of been like a traveling thing I think with me is like I go to these like really foreign places that like don't necessarily always have people that look like me um which I totally love because I like occupying spaces that people don't expect like you know black and uh people other people of color to like exist in right like um if, I'm pretty sure for a lot of them it might have been like their first time seeing a black person but definitely a black person with my hairstyle for sure um but yeah those are my highlights of Portugal see a very different experience very different, very
1: different. <laughs> but so lovely
0: yeah yeah but tell me Suze about um what like how was your experience living in the homestay you know because you had an actual host family versus like We've just had, you know, almost like a roommate situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It's just my Spanish. I realized the second I got to the homestay was not as strong as I thought. Mm. I, you know, we, me and you have a mutual friend, Carolyn, who um, I grew up with my whole life in their Colombian. And I had thought I really understood a lot of Spanish because in their family and their like unit, I really do understand what's going on right um and so that was like I was like I could go to Spain it'll be fine I've been listening to Spanish my whole life I have not necessarily studied it but
0: right you know it
1: is what it is close enough yeah close enough I thought I'd be fine um but then I yeah so that was an interesting experience with my host mom not speaking English me not speaking Spanish and us just trying to it was mostly just me updating her like you know like mm-hmm. I'm going to school or I'm coming back and I'll, I would just come home and I would say I'm tired and I would just go to my room because I'm very I need time to recharge. So I don't know if that was very like concerning for her, but I think she thought I was depressed.
0: <laughs> oh God. And you're just like, no, yeah. I just like my me time baby. That's yeah. It.
1: I'm just like tired. And I, I just don't like want to be around you.
0: Um,
1: right. You don't always want to
0: interact.
1: Yeah, I really don't. And I need, I need my me time. And I was around so many new people,
0: right. but
1: my host mother was lovely. She was an amazing cook. Um, I didn't just have her, but I had another American student, um, who was living with us too. And he went to a different school than Suffolk too. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: he just happened to be like, I don't, I don't even know how many languages he could speak, but Spanish was one of them. And so, um, he kind of dominated a lot of the conversations and he took a lot of pressure off of me, but that also meant that, you know, while he's fluently just speaking Spanish, I have Really, no idea what's going on, and he was—I mean, he could talk about government and policies and all these things—and I'm like, I don't even know how to say that in Spanish. Um, (laughs) You're just like, help. (laughs) I'm just like, good. You guys have that convo, so that was fine. And then she had a son who I bonded with a lot, and he would—he wanted to learn some English or just, you know, have the opportunity to to practice it. So we Mm -hmm. spoke a lot in English, um, even though that was not really productive to my learning of Spanish, just it just was what it was and overall very lovely very different we didn't do a lot of things together but the few things we did do together were kind of like really fond memories for me um but it was so nice to just like come home and you have a home-cooked meal or you wake up and there's coffee and like a melon or coffee and a yogurt melon (laughs) it's all always a melon for dessert or for you know breakfast right yeah um yeah it was just it was really lovely and I remember the first day distinctly that I was like there she like poured me this huge glass of wine it wasn't in a wine glass it was like cut with water in almost like a like a regular um water glass but it was huge mm-hmm. and I was like am I supposed to drink all this like is this legal <laughs> she's trying to get you <laughs> I, I was like oh this is like kind of a huge glass of wine that I wasn't expecting to drink right now but I'll take it Yay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah
0: I love that I love that did you so did you guys like as a a family did you travel places or go anywhere or like was your all your interactions with your host family like at the house
1: yeah mostly at the house I think we had an idea once of going somewhere and for whatever reason I think you know we traveled you know every weekend practically right. between me and my the other American who was staying with us so it just it couldn't align for us all to do something together mm-hmm. but you know me and the two boys would like go out for drinks and we would go around the city and and stuff like that whether mm-hmm. all three of us are you know one me with one of them right um and the, my host mother actually took me on a spa day once oh. I remember that I know it was so random I didn't know it existed but it was like this kind of like public like spa house and had all these types of like pools and just water pressures and just saunas and really cool things and it was really nice that she took me although I had no idea what I was what I was really going into because I couldn't understand her but um it was lovely either way and it was something I remember very fondly and just I always think of like I'm gonna go back to that spa it was so nice I wish I could find Mm -hmm. something like that in America and um and that was kind of it because we just, you know, were mostly, I was mostly traveling, I feel like, or with you guys.
0: I know, that's so true. Oh, man, good times, you When I tell you, that's one thing, like, for those listening, I don't know, if you're in school or whatever it is, but if you do end up going to college, you know, try to take advantage of every experience. I feel like we really... I can only speak for myself and maybe you feel the same way but I feel like I really took advantage of the college experience from like top to bottom from like the time I got there till the time I left like I did as much as I could you know and I know it's also like it's a privilege to be able to study abroad not everyone is financially in a place to do that um but if you are like take advantage of it go see another country especially like while you're a student it is so much easier to like travel and it's so I feel like it's it was just so much cheaper like maybe that was just me at the time but I feel like looking back I'm like if I try to do all the stuff I did back then now like it would cost me an arm and a leg
1: oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: so yeah definitely definitely like take advantage of everything you can for sure um the other thing I wanted to like touch on real quick was do you remember I had three jobs
1: I vaguely remember that I remember there was like the kids
0: I remember my my little job too like I what were your other jobs okay so I had like three jobs because you know I'm Caribbean and we don't know how to not work like that was my yeah. biggest thing I was like what do you mean I can't work while I'm over here I don't understand how am I supposed to bring in money like I just it's remember being so flabbergasted. I thought was, I was so flabbergasted at that I was like I don't comprehend but um so basically, how I got my first job was um, one of the students, he was a senior, he had been there, I think all four years, he was a senior, and he was teaching English to um, a family it was a dad, I don't know where the mom was, I'm not gonna lie, because I never saw her ever like, and I would go over there like in the evenings and stuff like that. So I don't know if she just didn't like live with them or something happened. But it was the father. Um, there was a son who was probably let's say like six and then like the daughter who was like five and I would go over and teach them English and for the kids we would play like different games do colors numbers and stuff like that um and then with the father I would kind of go over a lot more business um business English like you know little acronyms I remember I remember when I first taught him what ASAP meant like as soon as possible (laughs) he was like ASAP he kept saying it like, it was like a O O in there, ASAP. And I was like, yeah, ASAP. He was like, what does this mean? Um, I just remember that being like such a funny thing that he was like, he was kind of struggling with it at first. He was like, wait, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I would create like little lesson plans for each week when I would go over there and they would pay me just in cash. So that was job number one. Um, job number two, I was babysitting for a family. Um, who lived like maybe like an hour away, I feel like it was a pretty long train ride because I had to take the train and then I had to take a bus after that to get to them. Um, But I would just babysit them like when the mother needed to go out or she just needed to get stuff done in the house. And there was two little kids. Um, I forget their names, but they were adorable. One was like, say like six and the other was like nine or something like that. Nine, ten. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was just, it was such a different experience. And you know, I love working with kids. Like I love doing education and you know, that kind of work and to make it like fun and be able to like play with them was like so awesome. So that was job number two. Um, and then job number three, Um, I would go over. So this was actually the closest job I had because it was in the same building that I lived in when I was in Spain. So when you came into our building, you went up the stairs, you know what I mean, like first, um, like set of stairs, and there was a left side and like a right side. And it was basically like two buildings in one. Um, but this guy, he lived on the other side of my building. And I think he was like, we were coming in at the same time or something like that. And I think I would like always see him and just kind of like wave and say hello and stuff like that. And at one point, he kind of stopped me he was like, Hey, like, you know, I, I, I'm looking for someone to, you know, come and like, you know, uh, play with my son like and just you know talk to him in English and stuff like that so I would just go over there and play with him and have him um, you know we'd play trains and be like what's this in English He'd be like train you know colors like blue red you know like all that good stuff so and I would just get paid in cash by all of those three um, different families but I kept that going because it listen that sustained me second semester for sure but yeah I think I those are my three jobs <laughs>
1: Wow, I had one that was similar, but not really, because you really were interacting with a lot of kids. I interacted with this these siblings who were obviously part of a family, right. and I only mostly with the contacted with the girl. I would go to their house that was actually outside of Madrid a little bit, and so mm-hmm. it was like commuter rail type of stuff, right? um I showed up there I just remember the first time being terrified I had no idea where I was I didn't speak Spanish I didn't have a freaking phone or a GPS right because our phones
0: didn't have freaking <laughs> like service it's just,
1: yeah it's just a yeah and we had a flip phone from the school that's it um and I just remember it I was not I did not have my shit together like you did no no lesson plans I just showed up and had conversations with them and then I got paid and I left and we still the girl and I still follow each other on Instagram so it's it's cute like I get to see a little bit of what she she is now I love
0: that I wish I was feeling the um the guy who lived in my building I still chat with him on WhatsApp every now and then he'll send me videos like since I left Spain they actually had another kid a a little girl I think the wife was pregnant (sighs) or something like that when I was there but um he sent me a video of Little girl and little boy's name's Javi Javier, um, and it was them two saying hello, Crystal. How are you? It was so cute in English. I was like, oh! And she was saying it too, and she don't know me, but she's in the video like, hello, Crystal. I'm like, oh, my heart, (laughs) my little heart. But that was it was like. Even to be able to do that, like, I love the impact like, that we had while we were over there, you know what I mean? Like, even though you just went over there and taught, you know, didn't just uh, spoke English, you weren't really like teaching, teaching like I was, but like, it's just so dope, you know what I mean? Like, they actively wanted to like learn English. And like, I wish that same thing was like here where people were like more eager to like learn another language, you know? Totally.
1: Yeah. Totally.
0: Tote my goat. Totes, totes, my goats, because Lord, this country, I swear, but Spain was, Spain was an adventure, Spain was absolutely, uh, once in a lifetime, I feel like, super adventure, I mean, I got to meet you, Suze, you know what I mean, like, that's probably one of the biggest things, for sure, that came out of it, um, and now that you're gonna be coming back down to Florida, I'm excited! Oh my gosh,
1: Crystal, we missed the most important part of our story. Oh
0: God, what's that?
1: Is that once we, upon meeting each other and getting to know each other, your dad lives 10 minutes away from my old house in Florida. That's how we got to have, (laughs) I mean, yes, we were friends in Spain, but we saw each other practically at least a couple years, I mean, a couple times a year, like afterwards, because whether I went to Boston or you went to Florida, like, I was in Florida a lot. Yeah. And that kind of blew our minds because I was like, your dad lives where? And I was like, dude, that's yes. literally 10 minutes away from my house. I know exactly where that is.
0: Yeah. And Suze would come, you would come get me. Oh my God. You would come <laughs> get me, pick me up in your, your car. We will go on our little adventures to the beach or wherever, kayaking. Lord, Suze took me kayaking. <laughs>
1: but did you love it
0: (laughs) I did it was definitely it was an experience I didn't hate it um well you didn't capsize that's good I didn't capsize also I probably wouldn't have gone if I really thought about the fact that there could have been alligators in that water um no yeah I mean I got a cool Instagram photo you know so I captured the moment um you know we'll see if I do it again but yeah it was definitely definitely an adventure um yeah oh my god yes literally like living around the corner that was like the best thing ever like i was like you live where friend okay it is on and popping on and popping so i feel like our friendship was like really meant to be to be honest like everything aligned like so perfectly you know i know
1: and we did have a few a few um what like a year or something together here in boston two years yeah
0: absolutely yeah because you moved up to boston when
1: um May of 2017.
0: Yeah. And I had just moved out of my mom's house in 2016. That's when I had my apartment. Um, yeah. So we had a few years because I left Boston in 2018. Mm-hmm. So oh, now, I guess it was
1: just like a year.
0: Was it only a year?
1: That's so nuts. Yeah. You know
0: what? I think you know what it is though, Sue I think it's because we kept seeing each other. Like whether, like you said, whether you come to Boston or I would be down here in Florida, like we would see each other frequently or so New I feel York. like yeah or New York or wherever oh yeah true New York oh my god yeah
1: because I've been, I only I think I only visited you like once but then you would come to Boston a lot
0: yeah that's true but we always saw each other even if we weren't like living in the same city which mm-hmm. I totally love totally totally love but yeah I love it I feel like like I said like this friendship feels healthy it feels like something that's aligned like I don't think we've ever even had like major disagreements like from my I mean correct me if I'm wrong like the only time I really remember us like not even like button it was just more like button heads but we were trying to like say the same thing we were saying it like differently (laughs) or something like that you know I mean like we were both trying Mm -hmm. to say the same exact thing but it was just like okay you're saying it this way and I'm saying it this way but we're getting to the same result but yeah I don't think I mean my brain is also you know not the greatest but I don't remember ever having like any like major issues with us?
1: no I think you're right it's just like once we understood that we're based we were saying so many things that were the same thing but just differently that was actually a really powerful skill I think we developed with each other because it, it just kind of helped us to just be like okay we're we're on the same side like let's just chill out yeah it's like and not that we weren't chill but just that you know like we're just going in circles.
0: yeah and I think we both, like, we wanted to be heard in the way that we were communicating it, but we also both needed to, like, listen to what the other one was mm-hmm. saying, too, at the same time, and, like, piece it together. It's like, okay, this is how Sue's communicates, and she's saying X, Y, and Z. This is how I communicate, and I'm also saying X, Y, and Z. It's just, you know, coming out in different words, or, like, you know, different ways of going about it. But, yeah, I think that was definitely, for me, I think that was a huge turning point for us, for sure, of, like, really just understanding how to like communicate with one another and um, even like working together, you know, like we've worked together on so much too. It's like a lot of times it's like, you know, you you helping me with projects and stuff like that, but you've like always, always been there. You've always been like a very like grounded and very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you give sound advice, you know what I mean? Like if it was like stuff with like business wise or like, you know, whatever I had my hands in because I always had my hands in a million things I feel like you just always you know were the one to be like okay girls, time to take a break or like okay girl this is a good idea or like no girl mm-mm, that ain't it and like <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd be the no girls mm-mm. um but yeah it was like it's the disapproving faces yeah so that's the thing y'all so Suze don't be saying like yay or nay right like she'll just like give you like a look and it'll kind of be like I don't know if you've seen that. There's a gif of a dude. And he's just kind of like looking out the side of his eye. And he's just like smirking like, mm-hmm, mm-mm, that ain't it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Suze will just give the disapproving and the eyebrow. The eyebrow goes up. Mm. and or, know, eye roll, or, or eye roll. Or eye roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like definitely
1: a, the eye yeah, Very expressive. Yeah.
0: Very expressive. Some combination of those. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, definitely appreciate that for sure.
1: I love the journey to be here. Yeah
0: life is a journey it's a journey it's a journey <sighs> I feel good Suze this is good like I feel like we had a good little conversation
1: I know and I was super nervous you know to even do this but I'm glad that we did it finally you know? after
0: I don't even know how many how many iterations of podcasts Oh my gosh. And- listen let me tell y'all let's rewind real quick because I had a radio show and a podcast when I was living in Boston and Suze was our manager and producer co-producer and co-producer absolutely get your credits girl um it ended terribly (laughs) um to say the least uh I'll just say yeah creative differences um the co-hosts decided to end it and you know since it was kind of like the concept and everything was hers. She just kind of like took it, and ran with it, and we just kind of got left in the dust. Um, <laughs> so I feel like this has been a long time coming um, for sure. And just trying to figure out how can we have impact, you know what I mean? How can we really showcase ourselves, you know what I mean? Like what we've done, like all that good stuff in a way that makes sense. Um, Cause I think that's the thing too, like with that other show, I think there were a lot of differences in even like morals, um, yep. yeah. And you can't, you can only build, but so far with someone who doesn't align with you on like a moral level, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like you and I, Suze, have like that basic foundation. And with that, we can do so much more because it is a solid foundation.
1: Yeah, totally agree.
0: Man, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all. This is my is homie, Suze, okay, okay. And the other thing too, let me also say this too, I, that I really appreciate about our friendship is like, we're also, we're protective of one another. Um, oh
1: gosh, flashback to yesterday. I know, <laughs> Not, I, I was. you know, it's
0: funny, I was like, shit, I was like, I wasn't even referring to yesterday, but literally yesterday. Um, but I think we've been protective of one another and i can speak for myself when i say like i'm protective of you like in front of you and also like behind closed doors and stuff like that um because i think it, it's really important and this is how you be because again susan's from nepal right like i was born here family from barbados like we come from different cultures and stuff like that um like you said you were adopted like i was not so there's different identities that we have. And I feel like I've always just been very protective of like all of your identities as much as I could be. And I, I'm specifically referring to the fact that, um, you know, my former co-host of sorts would make like little references that would identify Suze as white and not really honoring the fact that like this is a brown Asian woman. Like uh, she is from Nepal. If you've seen a map, go find one. Um, so yeah, I say all that to say like, and she would never see like any issue with it. You know what I mean? Like that was the other part of it too. And it's like, there's only so much work I'm gonna do to kind of bring you onto like the same level that I'm on. Um, but I just remember like having that conversation with her and it was just like, it was a moment of like her like being like confused and then like, oh, like, you know, just, just unknowing I think, um, or whatever in her ignorance but yeah I say all that to say um I forgot where I was going with that <laughs> but yeah. yeah oh
1: no sorry <laughs> you're the fiercely of protective
0: yes hella protective um but also the evolution of like going from that show to us working on what else have we worked on together you helped me with the dear little project um which if y'all have stuff with Suffolk. yeah that's so true no, no, no. What's, okay. your, what's your plug for your Dear Little Project? So Dear Little Project is on my website, theCrystallens.com slash Dear Little Project, or you can you'll see it on the navigation on the home page. Um, but yeah, all my everything is the crystal lens. So check out thecrystallens.com, check out the Dear Little Project. It's all about empowering little black boys and girls in our lives and the ones that live inside us, like our inner children. Um, but yeah. You help me with that for sure. Um shoot, every like you said, everything with Suffolk, like <laughs> Suffolk stay calling me for something. And I don't know. I feel like you need like an upgraded title, Suze, you know? <laughs> like I know. I, mean,
1: I can't just be it can't just be that bitch, but I don't know. Okay,
0: okay, that part. I think we were saying like CSO type thing, like a strategic officer type situation. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like you're really good with that, with like strategy and like putting things together and like getting me together.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When to say no
0: Yeah. and how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Literally and truly. In a business sense. Cause you're
1: really good at personal boundaries, but I feel like sometimes the professional ones are so hard, but it's so much
0: easier when you have an advocate in the back, ghost writing emails saying to people,
1: fuck you and this offer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it also brings me joy that it brings you joy to write such emails, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Oh,
1: yes, that's the writer in me. (laughs) Right,
0: so this is amazing, amazing, amazing writer. And I'm saying it now, I'm manifesting it, we're gonna co-write a book, Um, so it's on the record, okay? So (laughs) when we listen back to this, you know, I don't know however long from now I don't know if it's gonna be 10 years from now two years from now I don't know who knows but we are gonna listen back like yo Crystal said that Crystal said that I'm saying it I'm saying it I feel like it's it's slowly like all the pieces are coming together to like make it's that happening. a reality yeah it's happening but yeah this has been a long time coming um this won't be the last time y'all hear from Suze of course um Is there anything else, Suze, that you would like to add about either our friendship or whatever else I was babbling on about?
1: (laughs) You know, I could really add so many things, but I feel like, you know, TBC to be continued on other episodes and other projects because we could go on for days. We've been friends for 10 years. So I know that if anything, we need to just try to, not talk about every single last thing we've ever done and just you know vibe.
0: Yeah, just vibe, vibe. I'm here for it. We're gonna make it a thing, and especially once you're down here within the same, you know, zip code, we'll probably do a lot more stuff, you know, like in person together and whatnot
1: too.
0: It'll mm-hmm. be good.
1: Super cool.
0: Thank you, Suze, for being here today. I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. All right. So is there anything else you would like? Like, what's your main takeaway? Let's go with those for today. What what would you like the people to take away from your our conversation today? This experience. What would you like them to take away?
1: Um, I think that, you know, opening ourselves to experiences and people and connections is really important. You know, for me, it's always been a struggle to feel like I can be comfortable with someone even though I'll uh, I'm almost loyal to a fault but it's nice to find um really good people and be not a you know to be unafraid of cutting off people who aren't great for us mm. because otherwise you're you're just watering a bunch of weeds and not really watering the beautiful you know flowers in front of you our friendship to me is like a beautiful garden or flower that I think we've nurtured together throughout the years and the more you can dedicate to those people who make you feel good and heard and loved, like the better because those other people, like they're a waste. I'm sorry, they're a waste. That's my sisterly love for the day. They're a waste of space for you and your life. But not you, Crystal.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Our friendship is like a beautiful garden. I love that. I love that. What's your takeaway from today? Yeah, I was actually, I was like, I might name the episode that, um, like, Garden of Friendship. Um, My takeaway for today is, like, trust your intuition, like, trust the energy, right? Like, trust that people who make you feel good, like, are the people who you should keep around, and people who don't honor you, people who don't, um, align with you or they give you like a pit in your stomach or you're uncomfortable when you're around them like it's okay to like you said it's like take a take a you know a scissors to it and, and just cut it you feel me um that's thing number one um I think the other thing too is to really just like enjoy every moment right like to be present I think we we're talking about yesterday Sue's so was like being present and I think we wouldn't have been able to enjoy, you know, Spain and our travels together and, you know, even visiting one another. Like we wouldn't have been able to do that if we weren't being present in the moment. Um, which I know there's probably times where we were like worrying about like other stuff, you know what I mean? But it's just a reminder to be present. Um, cause that's really the only moment that you have control over. Um, you know, what's, gone is gone and what hasn't happened hasn't happened so just you know remembering to take a moment to just be present i think that's my takeaway
1: i love that i needed to hear that too
0: yeah i needed to hear yours too i was like garden of friendship okay (laughs) come on poet like (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) all right so let's close this thing on out Thank you all for listening, watching, wherever you're experiencing this. Thank you for sharing this experience with us. I challenge you to go on and be great, to step into your greatness today, tomorrow, and throughout the rest of your week. I love you, I'm proud of you, and you've got this. I am sending you an abundance of love and light, and wherever you reside, wherever you reside on this planet, protection over you as you move about. All right. Ashe, amen. a hey, bay Okay. all things. And we out. Till next time. See ya.